the more constructive, proactive feedback you get, the less it hurts when you get reactive surprise feedback. So that is the importance of doing it. So I challenge you to think to yourself, where is an arena where I feel comfortable getting feedback or who can I get feedback from? Feedback can be so brutal. And if you seek it out and work on getting better at getting feedback and seeking feedback, assuming that it's truthful feedback and, and valid, you'll, you'll handle life storms way better. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,324, Breaking the Pattern of Overthinking. Today, for episode number 1,325, the number one place to start seeking feedback. I was on a podcast the other day, and it reminded me of one of the few slash many times I have stood in front of kind of a stranger in my underwear. So <laughs> for those who don't know... so all good conversations start. Exactly. For those who don't know, at one point, I was a bodybuilder. I guess I still am a bodybuilder. I was a bodybuilder that competed. And when you compete, you get on stage in... Which is... It's basically just a pair of posing trunks, which is just underwear. And you are on stage in front of a bunch of people. You get really, you get Sk a fake Skimpy tan. underwear. It's very skimpy. Yeah, there's not a lot to the imagination. You get all fake tanned up, so you look good under the lighting, and yeah, you pose in front of people you've never met, competing against people you've never met. But long before you ever get to the stage, you pose in front of your coach. So I remember uh, my coach was named Justin. Awesome, awesome, awesome guy. Great bodybuilder. He's a professional. He's jacked. He makes me look terrible. I would go down to this nutrition shop that he worked at. And as part of our check-ins, just to see how my physique was looking, I would literally just strip down to my underwear and I would just pose. Like, And when I say pose, I just mean you, you flex and you do different flexes and uh, different poses, different movements. You show off your back, you show off your legs, all that stuff. And it's very interesting because I can imagine people hearing that and saying, wait, you literally, and this was an open supplement shop. It wasn't closed. It's not like people couldn't come in, right? People could just walk in and I could be standing there in my underwear. And you might be thinking, Kev, that must've been very, very hard to do. At that point, I had already gotten so much feedback on my body where I, it didn't really bother me that much, right? One of your thoughts when you're doing that is, I hope I'm in shape. But when you have a high level coach like I did, you're never really gonna be in good enough shape. So I wasn't really afraid of him saying, ah, you're not lean enough yet or whatever it may be. So that really is the, the theme for this episode. From my perspective, the number one place to start seeking feedback is a place where you already feel pretty comfortable. I think for a lot of us, when we think of feedback, we think of out of control. I don't want to get feedback on my first episode of a podcast. I don't want somebody to reach out and say, hey, that was a right piece of crap. 
because I've never done it before. I'm not that confident. I'm already giving myself feedback. The last thing in the world I need is somebody else giving me that feedback. Now, if it's positive feedback, sure, that probably helps a little bit. But you might think to yourself, well, how do you get to the how do you get to the point where you're literally going to a supplement shop to stand in your underwear and get feedback from somebody who's in way better shape than you? And it's this. I've gotten so much feedback on my body. It's not the first time that's ever happened. I'm confident when it comes to being in shape. I'm confident when it comes to, well, I was confident when it came to not having my shirt on. That was a competent place, a confident place where I wasn't super worried. But I do know in the very beginning of this podcast, I was terrified of getting feedback. I wasn't ready for people to reach out and say, hey, you suck. That wasn't a good episode. You didn't ask great questions. I wasn't ready for that. So think to yourself in this frame, where do I feel the most confident? Where do I maybe have the most results? What arena have I lived in the longest? That's probably a really good place to, to get feedback. Somebody asked me that on a, a podcast recently. That's where all this kind of came from. They said, well, you seem like you're somebody who is pretty good at taking feedback at this point. How did you do it? And I said, honestly, I don't know if I've ever really thought about it. And then I told that story. I said, you don't, if you want to start getting feedback, you start getting feedback in an arena where it doesn't hurt you that bad. Someplace you've, you've been in a long time. And for you, it's going to be someplace different than standing in, uh, in your underwear on a stage or in front of somebody else. But that's the point or the story for this episode. Kev, I've been thinking a lot lately about me and my underwear? kind of. <laughs> no no i have not been thinking much about that damn it has been some time since we've posed together yeah it has kevin and i have done a few photo shoots together uh as well just fitness ones nothing one nothing... of them one of them alan and i dieted for three months and then the the kid ghosted us just no, a bunch no of photos of yeah nothing Th three Never months was... of dieting zero yeah. photos zero damn. feedback that's what we'll yeah. call that there one thing that's fascinating i I was a model and I did 41 photo shoots in my day. Uh, at least fitness photo shoots. I've, I've done more since then. But lifestyle, business, that kind of thing. And one thing that I find fascinating is that when I was in the best shape, I also kind of, I don't want to say I felt the worst about it, but but there's something fascinating about you're taking photos of yourself and you're seeking feedback at a higher level. In other words, the more competent you become, the more you're seeking feedback and the more feedback you seek, the more competent you become. I used to talk about this a lot. One of the reasons why really successful actors and actresses are typically very lean, not always, but typically, uh, particularly lead roles, I think is because they're always on camera. And I used to talk about this on the podcast, Kev, when we were in the studio, you and I would get feedback all the time. And I remember we have that sort of joking video of, of you and I on camera where we were bulking heavy, bulking hard, uh, next level donut solutions is what we called it. And we were just being playful. And then people have said to us, like, you guys are wicked hard on yourself with fitness. Like you two are in great shape. Like why you beat yourself up? I appreciate it. And I understand what you're saying, but there's a deeper concept here. We're, we're in great shape compared to um, maybe what some people would consider great shape, but we're, we're quite out of shape compared to, uh, what we're used to. And, and my point here is feedback needs to be catered to the individual. And, and so in a way, Kev, what you're saying is, and there's something I want to share before 
before we move forward with this. I don't think you can improve without feedback. I'll give a couple little tangible examples. I've been doing a lot more mobility lately, a lot more stretching, and I'm not quite as flexible as I need to be, as I want to be, I should say. And it's been difficult feedback. You've been going to personal uh, training, not personal training, uh, physical therapy. Mm -hmm. And the first session you said was brutal because it was a lot of feedback. You know, you consider yourself very athletic and you realized, oh, I'm not, I'm not that flexible. Right. And so think about how hard it would be for Kevin to improve in fitness without feedback. How difficult it would be for Kevin and I to improve in podcasting without feedback. How difficult it would be to improve in your intimate relationship without feedback. I don't think you can improve, certainly not intentionally, without feedback. This is why coaches exist. Whether it's sports, you know, podcast coaching, mindset coaching, peak performance coaching, whether you're the head coach of a basketball team, you know, or you're at speed camp, like one of my, uh, one of the NLU team members, Brandon, he talks about being at speed camp. It's all feedback. You do a 40 yard dash or a 40 meter rather. And you, you, what's the time? Ah, okay. I ran a four, six. All right. I got to do better. You know, if you do a timed mile feedback, we track our sleep scores. Kevin and I, we have aura rings. We track our sleep scores. I was an 81 last night. I think you were as well. Mm-hmm. Feedback. Mm-hmm. You're never going to improve something without feedback. And so what's interesting is, okay, where am I confident? Most likely you're confident in that area because you've been getting feedback. For you, it was fitness and you had already gotten so much feedback. You might as well be able to go into a supplement store and pose, but you didn't start there. And so for someone who is out there and wants to start getting better in something, but is avoiding feedback, what would you share? I would say that's it. You have to start. What's the smallest amount of feedback you can get in the place that you're the most, the most comfortable? Because that, for me, it's just always been fitness. That's why even now somebody could reach out. I mean, Alan has said like Kev's fat right now or out of shape, whatever, whatever phrase you would use. And I'm not offended. I, said, I don't think I said fat. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, behind I the know. scenes. But I, I was being I think playful. You, yeah, behind yeah. the scenes, I think you have, mm-hmm. but not from a negative thing. And I've said the same thing to Alan. I mean, when yeah. we were in Toronto, I was like, dude, you need to get it together. 100%. Like, you're out of shape. I know you think you're jacked, but you're not. You're out of shape compared to where you want to get to. Now, 100%. I'm not telling you I'm in shape. I also realize I'm out of shape. That's why I'm telling you this, <laughs> because I don't want you to, to be delusional. But I never would have told Alan that if Alan was somebody who had never done fitness before. If right. he just came to me and said, hey, Kev, what do you think of my, what do you think of the way I look? I would give the amount of feedback based on the amount of feedback somebody can actually handle. Mm-hmm. Somebody constructive. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. Somebody reached out, or one of one of our clients at NLPS, shout out to Philip if Philip's listening, and next level social media. He used to he used to judge, I don't remember, I don't know exactly what it was, but he used to be with Toastmasters. And Toastmasters is a a speaking organization. And I think he used to judge people's speeches. And he reached out and said, Hey. I have some feedback for some of the stuff on the podcast if you want it. Yeah, I love that. I appreciate the approach. Sure, I'm, I'm all for it. He said, uh, Which you know, one? Podcast uh, this growth po- you? This, this podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> both. I think both. He, all he <laughs> said was, when you say, welcome back to another, another very special as always, he said, sometimes if you just say as always every time, it kind of suggests that it's not that important because you're just saying it the same 
And I was like, interesting. I've never thought about that before. But at this point, I was telling somebody about that. And I said, that doesn't bother me. I mean, I've done 1,320 episodes. Like, please give me feedback. If I can get better based on the amount of times I've done this, that's awesome. But if it was my first episode ever, that probably would have stung a little bit. Unless I had 10 out of 10 belief in myself, which I I didn't in the beginning. So yeah, I think the the thought for me behind all this is you should probably seek feedback where you already feel somewhat confident. Because if anything, it's like, maybe it's knocking you down to reality. Where if you think you're really, really, really good at something because you've done it for so long, somebody might say like, hey, have you ever thought of this? Oh no, I've never thought of that before. Okay, well maybe it's something you want to try. If anything, I think it knocks you to a balanced place, not a, I can't do this anymore place. That's my, my answer. Hello, my name is Eddie Pinero. I'm the founder of Your World Within. And I wanted to take a second and just express how valuable working with Alan has been. Uh, his ability to help me create clarity and, and maintain focus on my big picture goals has been huge. You know, he's been a huge asset with the roadmap as well. The day-to-day things, the little things that we sometimes overlook. I think anyone looking to, you know, grow themselves, grow uh, a business or or both, you know, would truly benefit from having Alan as an ally along the way. Uh, again, great mind, but more importantly, solid dude. Feedback is is either constructive or destructive based on the context and the awareness and the emotional capabilities of the individual at the time. It's interesting. We did an episode last week about what does romance mean to you? And I told Kev that was like too much feedback for me. And, And what I mean by that is it's not too much feedback for me like in life. I think it's too much feed, too, too much, too much feedback for me to have you say it have me ask that question to myself for the first time in 34 years and then do an episode on it. Now, that was outside my comfort zone and I, I, we still did it because I think it's important for our listeners to see how challenging it can be to do an episode in so much feedback. And, and the last piece that I would share too is I think feedback always stings if, if, if it's constructive. But if it stings too much, it is destructive. But it wouldn't sting if it wasn't true, I think. I think. Meaning, there was a moment at the Airbnb, Kevin's laptop was really dirty. (laughs) (laughs) And the team was using Kevin's laptop in Canva to prepare for Next Level Live. And you took a really tough L <laughs> in terms of feedback. My laptop is dirty. It's not clean. I think they used the term crusty. Uh, I think so, yeah. And you've, you know, for years you've spent time behind that laptop and of course. doing great work and I'm sure you've eaten many a meals in front of that laptop. Yes. Yeah. Understandable. What was that like for you? <laughs> um, there was definitely a part of me. Now again, I would never self-identify as somebody who is extremely clean maybe that's not the right my laptop's dirty (laughs) and i and i know that Mm -hmm. but there was definitely a like a group mentality of everybody against kevin and it's not the person the person who said it was did not mean anything by it it was 9 30 at night we'd been working all day it was it was just a joke but 
I mean, yeah, there's definitely a part of me that's like, yeah, that's true. Like, my laptop's pretty gross, and I don't think about it because nobody ever works on it. So, yeah, I would say that that was probably pretty accurate. Yeah, I would say so. I will say this. I do think, I believe, and, right and honestly... Bus. He throws the kid right under sorry, the bus. Sorry, on brother. Here. Just throwing some feedback. I <laughs> Feedback, not shade. Uh, I think the old Alan used to believe that he was good at taking feedback. The, the new Alan, the 34-year-old version of Alan, understands that's not true. I was good at taking feedback in areas that I was already very competent in. And by good at taking feedback, I meant like welcoming it. I have a therapist now. You and I are constantly looking for ways to improve. And I think that I also dished out a piece of feedback recently. Dished out is probably the wrong term, but I got on a free session with with someone who I had met at Next Level Live and I'm sharing this because I want to I want to share this with our listeners. Hopefully it helps them. I said I know other people think you're super motivated and I know that they think you're super on point and super competent and super intelligent. And I'm not saying that you're not. But I want you to know that I'm here to actually help you. And with your permission, I'd like to share something with you that I do know to be true even though no one else can tell. She was like, "Uh, okay. Whoa." Right? I said no one else can tell. I've just coached 4,000 times at this point, so I can tell. I know the types of different individuals and nuances, and there's patterns. You just recognize patterns. I said, I know that you don't have self-discipline. And I don't want to say you don't have it at all, but you have very low self-discipline. And she could tell she was very uncomfortable because she kind of knew she was found out, just like the laptop being crusty. Like <laughs> you, you were found out in that moment. Yeah. And it's a scary place. <clears throat> you know, we have a part of us that doesn't want to be found out. We have shame or guilt or we want to look good. You know, everyone think of something right now that you wouldn't want others to know, but it is true. And you know, it's true, right? For me, I have tiny calves. It pisses me off, bothers me so much. Again, maybe not tiny. They're getting better, but I can't stand it. I saw a photo of me in the gym yesterday squatting. My legs are so much smaller than they used to be. It's like so bothersome and it's so unacceptable, but I shared this with this person and she got very uncomfortable. And I said, listen, it's okay. That's why you're here. I'm here to coach you. I'm here to help you. I'm not saying that you don't have self-discipline and that makes you bad or wrong. What I'm saying is you have to face that fact because you're never going to solve a problem you don't admit you have. I can run away from the fact that I tend to have long skinny legs for the rest of my life. I can run from that fact for the rest of my life. It's never going to help me. What is going to help me is looking at that photo and being like, you know what? It's time to make sure I do legs twice a week. It's time to make sure I eat my big meals after leg day, which I did last night. It's it's time for me to do mobility more so I can squat and deadlift again, which I'm doing now. Feedback can be constructive or it can be destructive. Now, that person, I, I reached out and I said, listen, I just want to check in. Uh, I hope you're doing well. And if you need anything, let me know. And maybe she'll hate me. You know, maybe she hates a strong word. Maybe she'll dislike and avoid me. But I do know that there's a part of her that probably is like, yeah, okay, that's true. That's true. And after that, she kind of admitted it. She's like, I just can't seem to keep any promises I make to myself. I just can't seem to do anything that I don't already want to do. I said, I know. 
It's okay. I said, here's the problem. Everyone else thinks you're super disciplined. Yeah. She said, yeah. I said, that's the problem. You're not found out yet. Go get found out. Go get found out. You'll, you'll change it. No one wants to be a hypocrite, you know, and the most uncomfortable thing is often the most constructive thing. Not always. So be careful with this. Not always, you know, face it, make sure it's a staircase, not a trampoline. Um, but you got to climb that staircase. And I think the staircase is feedback. It's interesting too, because it really depends on who the feedback's coming from as well. That's a whole nother, that was my other thing I said on this podcast was either get feedback in some place that you're really comfortable or from someone that you are really comfortable with. Because, you know, me saying something to Alan or Alan saying something to me or somebody in the team saying I have a crusty laptop, that's drastically different than somebody I just met. Right. And the track record of the person giving you feedback is important too. Right. I'm not telling Alan he's out of shape as somebody who has never exercised or I'm somebody who's been exercising for a long time or um, getting feedback on my laptop from somebody who's also a mess. This person's not a mess. This person's very put together and very well organized and very clean. Again, I sound like I'm a, a dirty human being. My laptop is pretty gross though because I do. Here's the problem. I'm gonna keep it real with you. So on my desk, sometimes when I'll, I'll eat lunch, like sometimes I'll eat, I'll take a half hour in between calls, I'll eat my lunch, I'll throw something up on YouTube while I'm watching. Sometimes when I eat my chicken and rice, it flies onto my laptop because it's just, it's just right there. And sometimes I have barbecue sauce or buffalo sauce and I don't get around to cleaning it, cleaning it as fast as I should. So it, it is a little crusty at times, but that's the, that's the goal. That's the thought here. Get feedback in an arena where you're most confident from a person that you trust the most because that's going to be the easiest quote unquote pill to swallow in the situation. Fire. Analogy. Anything to add, sir, before we get on to get on to getting on out of here? What does the feedback mean about you is going to be key? Try not to let it leak into who you are. And if you have a growth mindset, you can use it constructively. It's it's when we get stuck in, what does this mean about me? Does this mean I'm a bad person? There's a big difference between, hey, Kev, clean your laptop. And, hey, Kev, you're a dirty human being. You see the difference? And, and, and I think that that self-talk is critical in those moments. Um, life can really throw, you know, uh, Steve Jobs says, you know, sometimes life is going to throw, hit you in the head with a brick. That is a fact. Feedback can be so brutal. And if you seek it out and work on getting better at getting feedback and seeking feedback, assuming that it's truthful feedback and, and valid, you'll, you'll handle life storms way better because you won't get so rocked uh and i think that's part of growing up Uh, last thing i would say the importance of getting feedback uh the clients that i have the people that i know are the most that are the most successful are also the ones who are seeking the most feedback Mm -hmm. so it's not it's not just a hey i want to get constructive things thrown my way it's more to alan's point the more constructive proactive feedback you get the less it hurts when you get reactive surprise feedback. So that is the importance of doing it. So I challenge you to think to yourself, where is an arena where I feel comfortable getting feedback or who can I get feedback from? Shout out to all the amazing members of Next Level Nation. We just crossed 700 members. Awesome. Huge milestone. Grateful for each and every one of you. If you have not joined Next Level Nation and you are looking for a place of like-minded individuals who are into growth, who are into getting feedback, who are into just getting to the best versions of themselves, please join. The link will be in the show notes below. 
One of my favorite parts about monthly meetups is that they're behind the scenes and they are private. They are a safe place to get feedback. I've helped a lot of people in finance lately. Uh, I've helped a lot of people become abundant in money. And I always preface it with this conversation is going to be a lot of feedback. I had a conversation recently with someone who bought an extremely, extremely expensive car and she was very transparent. She said, listen, I'm, I, was, I was scared to bring it up. I'm in a lot of debt. I have a big car payment and I was afraid to tell you. And I said, I'm just grateful you did because now I can help you climb out of that proverbial hole. Tomorrow's meetup. So tomorrow, Thursday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Wednesday. If you're listening to this on the day that it drops, the three most valuable things you never learned about money. Join us. If you are fearful of money, I always use the, the four S's of what I'm calling it now. Snakes, spiders, snapping turtles, and sharks. Uh, if you're afraid of one or all of those things, you're most likely not going to learn about a lot of them and you're not going to go anywhere near them. But if you never go near them, you're never going to be able to uh, learn more about them and, and control them, for lack of better phrasing. Money can be very scary unconsciously. If you feel like math and money and finance, if they freak you out, if they make you uncomfortable, you're going to avoid those things. But if you avoid those things, you're never going to master those things. So join us. It's a safe space for feedback, and we hope to be able to help you. Tomorrow for episode number 1,326, Are You Living in the Past, the Present, or the Future? I'm very excited for that episode. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans, we have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Go look in that next mirror. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.